0: Welcome to Central Moments, so glad to be with you today. I have long believed that um, my heart's my biggest problem. Maybe you've heard me say that before. And have you ever worried about your heart? I mean, how easily, without constant attention, our hearts can spiritually drift and grow cold? Well, thank God for for the provision of the Holy Spirit to actually stir our hearts up to zeal and passion for him. And this is what we now encounter in Haggai chapter 1. We've been looking through this chapter and seeing that after six years of neglect in the process of rebuilding the temple in Jerusalem, uh, Haggai comes on the scene, and like with a jolt, he's short, his messages are punchy, and with a jolt he calls them to reorder their priorities and instead of focusing on their own houses, begin to focus on the house of the Lord. I think God's calling many of us to do that right now. He's calling his, his church in general to refocus on building his church and reaching the world with the gospel. Well, a wonderful outcome comes. I mean, instead of getting stoned, uh, people respond in the most amazing way to him. Verse 12, then Zerubbabel, son of Shelto, he's the governor, and Joshua, the son of Jehoshaphat, the high priest, and the whole remnant of the people there in Jerusalem, they obeyed the voice of the Lord their God and the message of the prophet Haggai because the Lord their God had sent him and the people feared the Lord. By the way, if you're gonna pray for your pastor, this is a great way to pray. Pray that pray, pray that he or she will preach with authority as as if, as they preach the word of God every week, that they've been sent by God, that they're God's mouthpiece. and. Uh, And this is how they responded to Haggai. Instead of just getting mad at him or trying to get rid of him, they they, they said, it rings with authority what he's saying. We believe this is the word of the Lord to us. Verse 13, then Haggai, the Lord's messenger, gave this message of the Lord to the people. So now the Lord's going to respond. I am with you, declares the Lord. I believe that's the greatest promise in all of scripture. You can take every other promise and package it up into that promise. I am with you. What greater thing? We've just celebrated Christmas. Emmanuel, God with us. God says, I'm with you. I'm with you, declares the Lord. So, get this, the Lord stirred up, two powerful words, the Lord stirred up the spirit of Zerubbabel, son of Shelto, governor of Judah, and the spirit of Joshua, the son of Josedach, the high priest. And he's got to start with us as leaders. Another good way to pray for your leaders. God, stir up their spirit. But not only those, but he also stirred up the spirit of the whole remnant of the people. This is revival. This is God stirring up. There's a ton of distractions. There's a ton of other things to set our affections on. But God begins to stir up his own people. After 16 years of neglect, when it came to rebuilding the house, God stirs up all the people. And they came and began to work on the house of the Lord Almighty, their God. and on the and they did it on the twenty fourth day of the sixth month. I love that date right there. I mean, there are real places and real times in our calendars where our hearts become stirred and we actually take a step of obedience. Now it's God's spirit that stirs us up as as it says right here in Haggai chapter one. L- look at the New Testament version of that. Paul writes to the church in Philippi in the New Testament. And in chapter two, verse twelve, Therefore, my dear friends, as you have always obeyed, not only in my presence, but now much more in my absence, continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Why? For it is God who works in you to will and to act in order to fulfill His good purpose. Listen, God still stirs us up. First of all, to make us willing. He stirs up our motivation. He gives us zeal for him. We we become preoccupied with with loving him and with what he's doing in the world. He, He works in you to will, to want to, and then to actually act. He stirs up our motives and gives us what we need to take an actual tangible step. It is God who works in you to will and to act in order to fulfill his good purpose. Father, I pray for everyone listening right now that you will stir their spirit up after you uh, with a new willingness to obey you and the capacity to actually take a step and fulfill your purposes in the world. And we thank you in Jesus' name, amen. (laughs)